In the future, roving bands of comic book podcasts will savage the wasteland, once known as the internet. One podcast, the Grawlix Podcast, may not be the biggest, may not be the funniest, may not be the most well-spoken. Wait, what was my point again? Oh yes, the Grawlix Podcast. Listen to it at GrawlixPodcast.com. That's G-R-A-W-L-I-X Podcast.com. You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, Jordan, your usual drink tonight? Yes, thank you. So, where's Eric and Ryan? Uh, They're on their way. I wanted to listen to your latest podcast, but where can I download the episodes again? You can download all of our episodes at movieguyspodcast.podme.com. You can also find us on every social media platform. Every social media platform? That's awesome. Hey, it looks like your friends are here. Let me get the first round for you guys. So I'm going to spoil my review right now. As soon as you I, walk in, huh? As soon as you yeah, as, as soon as I walk in the bar, sit down, and I have a drink with you guys, I'm going to spoil my review. I don't like this movie. I don't, I don't like this movie at all. I don't think this movie is shit. I don't think the movie is terrible. I've seen worse stuff. I don't like this movie. I don't like oh, it. Oh, man, you... I feel like you missed a golden opportunity here to say this movie made me want to slip my wrist because there's the whole scene where he slips his, <laughs> right, his arm. Right, right. That's cool. Whatever. Right. Eric, how you doing, buddy? I, I'm doing pretty well. I was not excited to see this movie because going into it, I've already heard reviews of it. And not a lot of people I know willingly go into kind of some sort of somber, I don't want to say depressing too much, but it was for the most part, right? I a movie, you know, and uh, yeah, here we are talking about it. So, yeah, I, it's, it was as expected. And you guys are both in long-term relationships. You're both you're both married, right? Yeah. With so, that, yeah. Uh, this story in particular might uh, resonate a bit more close to home with y'all. Absolutely not. Ryan does do for you. Uh, no, I don't have a kid, and I'm not going through a divorce. Hopefully that's something that's you know oh. never going to happen. So your own your own marriage uh, story then too. Is it uh, also a bit kind of uh, that our two main characters work in acting and you know, in the the kind of the biz as it were? No. Did you guys watch this movie? <laughs> Did you guys <laughs> yeah, know so, this movie okay, at all? Okay, okay. So I'll go and kick it there off. Are, no, there are there are parts in it that obviously have to have to hit home. Like I mean. No. Those arguments that they've they've had, you've never had those with a girlfriend? No. And and it's, it's and here's the thing. I've been with my wife for 11 years and in May of this year in 2020, we will be married for 7 years, Ryan, if you can believe that cuz you're at the wedding. Like I've never had this argument with my wife. Well, maybe I'm the asshole then. No, it doesn't make you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here watching this movie just like the way that they're conversation there's a there's a, a moment uh if uh, i'm trying to remember the scene 
where I believe he, Adam Driver, had just kind of moved into his place into L.A. And he's, oh, there's bare walls, you know what I mean? The, you know, little furniture around the house. And uh, she comes in and they have a juice box and they're kind of talking. And it seemed like they were with liking each other, you know, that they kind of picked up. And then just the way that that slowly turned into some vicious argument, like it was just it just seemed like a very because that's what it happens sometimes over mundane things even. I mean, like, I guess if I cared and I don't know if I I am really hoping that Ryan's going to agree with me again. I doubt it. But um, no, no, I did not care. So uh, my wife and I saw this on Saturday, right? And I said, hey, honey, you know, to prepare for the show, let's go and watch this movie together. Uh, we watch a trailer. She's like, I'm not interested. And I'm like, I'm not interested either, but I have to watch it for the show. And then we see the runtime of two hours and 19 minutes. And then I'm like, mm. oh, my God, I don't want to sit through this. And she goes, well, let's do a two-nighter, right? And then something happened. We just watched the rest of the thing because we had nothing else better to do. Um, so get into our to our to the nuts and bolts of this. I didn't give a flying fuck about these characters. I love Adam Driver. He is a great actor. Um, but there was no chemistry with these two. They did not make me fall in love with them. They did not break my heart like um, a Ryan Gosling and a Rachel McAdams in The Notebook where I felt for the characters. I felt nothing for these characters. I was I was just just blah the whole fucking movie. I didn't care. I did not fucking care. Ryan... Do you agree or do you totally disagree? Uh, totally disagree. I think this isn't a movie. This isn't a, a romantic movie. It's not about grand romantic moments. It's about the struggle and depression that you go through when what you think is your life falls apart. You know, like it, it, it comes from both sides. Like it, it does in some scenes paint her as the villain. Um, and it doesn't ever go quite that far with Adam Driver's character. Um, but like the movie, it's about these small moments that you experience in life. Like when you go through these hard times and it's not necessarily about their love. It's just about them trying to recover. Okay, fine. So it's not about their love, but I have to have something to care about. I have to fall in love with these characters or understand or be charmed by these two because that's what this movie is about, in order for me to feel and care and go through the drama of the bullshit of the courtroom and the bullshit of the lawyers, I just don't care. These two did not work well for me. I think that the thing that can link you into it, if you can't connect to them on a character basis, I think maybe what they tried to do is with Henry is the fact that they have a kid. Um, that, you know, like this, cause everything they're doing is, well, I mean, at least from Adam Driver's character's perspective is for Henry. Um, and, but Henry's never, I don't think Henry's ever used as sort of like a pawn. Like she's not saying you do this or no Henry. She's just wanting to move on with her career cause she's no longer like, she's still kind of in love with Adam Driver, but she wants to move on from doing the low rent, you know, experimental plays where she's, you know, she had the opportunity to be a film star and she passed it up to be with Adam. I can't remember their names to be with Adam Driver's character. And so maybe, maybe the, the hook 
if you can't latch on to her just trying to pursue her dreams and him trying to keep his family together, maybe you can latch on to the fact that they, like, they're sharing a kid. Like, they have a kid. They're all doing this kind of for their kid. I don't see that they're doing this for the kid at all, but this is not a Ryan and Jordan discussion. Eric, what do you feel on this argument so far between us? Uh, Charlie and Nicole are their names, by the way. Uh, I looked that up. I don't. I don't. I didn't know that. I think that uh, this type of movie. I had said this before. Actually, I think I had written about this some time ago. In the Academy Awards, I feel that there are certain movies that fit certain niche genres that they just kind of always have to have. It's almost like a quota. You know, you have uh, um, almost always you'll have a, a a biopic of some sort. You know, and you'll have an actor who's really. You know, and, and respectable, they're probably good in their own right, but really, all they are really doing is just doing a good job of looking like that person professionally, and they already did it already. Uh, already. So there's your Mr. Rogers. Uh, you have a war movie. Usually a war movie will always get in there, whether it be uh, what, your Saving Private Ryan's, your, your Thin Red Lines, you know, you know what I mean? We can just keep on going with that. Um, so, you know, 1917 is in there. Um these types of movies, these relationship, these real kind of relatable pieces, these... Um, this is the uh, actor's showcase movie. Yes. So this goes... And almost always is it... Uh, not always, I should say, but it's usually around a, a relationship, you know? So like um, uh, Revolutionary Road. Um, uh, what's the... Uh, this... Fences. Yeah. Fences from a couple years ago. Uh, what's the Ben Affleck one? Uh, Massachusetts or something like that? The Town. The Town? No, no, no. Him and Michelle Williams. Uh, it was it was the Amazon movie that was uh, the city. Had, oh. oh, Kate with Casey Affleck. Casey Manchester Affleck. I mean, sea. yeah, Manchester by the Sea. That's. I'm sorry. That was that. Did I say Ben Affleck? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. did. But it's okay though. You, it's okay. They look alike. <laughs> but um, yeah, usually a relationship that has gone through some sort of hardship, and you find. Really, uh, at the moral end of this movie, just like you did the other movies, that these two people who started off good with this rocky event that the movie was based around end up coming up stronger. They went through this storm together, you know, and sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. This movie seemed like it did. This movie seems like it doesn't, but all right. Well, you're talking about at the end of the movie, there was, uh, she she did like the, the, the shoe tie, the shoe tap type of thing, and... Yeah, they're doing it for the kid. They'll be okay. Look, I mean, like, I'm not trying to, like, be, a, like, a total douchebag here and piss on a movie that's got in, like, what, five Academy Award nominations here? I'm, I'm really not trying to be that. I'm just watching this movie with my wife, and both her and I are looking at each other in disgust because we don't care. My wife didn't care. Did your Did your hatred of emotions rub off on her? Yeah, you said it's been almost ten years. There's no He's the chiller, dude. He's so cold that it's starting to rub off on Gina now. There is no hatred of emotions. And the reason why I brought the notebook is just because yes, the notebook is a very cliche movie. I'm not naive about that. But what made the notebook so memorable for our age group is you had a love, you lost the love, and then they were gaining the love back. So I know that's not the kind of movie that I'm getting into. But I have to feel something for these characters. I have to understand the struggle that both of them are going through. I have to understand his side and her side because Eric hit the head on the hit, just hit it out of the, the fucking nail on the head. Hit the nail on the head. I couldn't talk. 
<laughs> hit it out of the park is what I was going to say. Because my wife... Really missed the shark on that one. There we go, missed the shark. My wife actually said what Eric said um, earlier uh, in, in the show here. Uh, it's, it's When you don't care about the characters and when you don't feel for them, you just don't give a shit about what happens. Have you is there has there ever been a moment in your life, Jordan, where you have been pulled into a direction that you don't want to because your life isn't going that way, but you're being forced into doing it? Has um, that ever happened? Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, okay, because that's 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 the common thing, like the universal concept that I feel the movie's putting across that you don't, it's not just because you've never been through a divorce, just because you never had your big play flop on your Broadway debut, you know, um, all that stuff. You've had, you've had times in your life where you had to struggle with making this decision that you hated, but you're being forced into it. And there's no really other recourse than to just go go ahead. Ryan, I never went to World War II, and I never came back and built a house and waiting for my long-lost love either, but I still felt for the characters. But no, what I'm saying is you're, you're saying, like, you keep coming back to the fact that they're separating and that they're getting a divorce and all this stuff. And I'm just saying, like, that's that's what happens in the movie, but that's not the common, the universal theme of it. No, absolutely. I don't think you guys understand what I'm saying. And maybe, maybe Eric, you do. I don't know if Ryan, you do, but... What I'm saying is that I get the theme of the movie. I'm not saying I don't get it. I'm saying that I just don't think these two are good together. I think there's no chemistry. I did not feel their hurt. I did not feel their pain, their anguish, their joy, their happiness. I didn't feel it because they both just were so blah to me as a so, couple. How about this? Let me throw some words and see how you feel about this then. Uh, I'm definitely not going to try to sell you on this movie, and nor will I try to sell it for anybody else. I do think, though, that when you're setting a bar like The Notebook, that's a bit more of... Um, I'm trying to be delicate with the words here, but in just effort to describe it, it that's almost like a pornography of sort, you know? It's a, a romance uh, type of... Uh, not to like the supermarket type, but you know what I Hallmark-y, mean? Like Hallmarky, maybe? You know, it, that's it's designed so that it, you will get a fluster in, in, of emotion. This is, albeit, of course, not a romantic situation, but the character development's not there because it's supposed to kind of show this the swing of an emotion, just one, and it could be interchangeable, any part of it, any detail, including the characters. So that's, I think, what the big part of it is. The job doesn't have to be director or actress. It's showing kind of the sacrifice that they're taking. And now, I guess what I'm asking is taking a giant step back of the movie and not to go into the details to try to feel for the characters, but instead just kind of see the painting. I think I see the painting about it. And because I have so much respect for Adam Driver as an actor, I do not share the same respect for Scarlett Johansson as an actress, but I was expecting something awesome. And I knew from, and also from, I guess, what the internet knows of the scene, what Ryan said early in the show when they were, uh, when, uh, you know, when she was drinking a juice box and the camera just lingers on this implosion of a fight. Um, I was excited for that scene because I was really looking forward 
to be moved or something happened from that scene. And sure. I got nothing from that scene. I, I don't see how the internet is I think that's jerking just off the, to that. The relatability part of it, man. Maybe maybe of the seventy percent that thought that this movie was whatever and that really felt uh that that juice box scene we'll call it me being one of them because again I I've apparently I'm an asshole enough to to have kind of felt that before. But maybe you're in that thirty percent that's uh that's on the better side of this marriage marriage story. I um do think again that like these these actors are did a fantastic job in the movie. Like let's not I'm going to totally disagree with that they did a good job. The actor that I loved the most was Ray Liotta as the douchehead lawyer. He was fun. He phoned that performance into me, and I thoroughly enjoyed him. Um, I I felt like every character knew how to play that role because they've all been through it before. Right? Um, My wife and I loved um, a TV show that uh, was out about a year or two ago, but it was the People vs. O.J. Simpson. And Ray Liotta's mm. lawyer character reminded me of every single lawyer that that was, like, representing OJ. Like, just very slimy and sleazy, you know? Because how can, in real life, how can a guy murdering his wife and her lover turn into a racist thing? It's just amazing how oh, those yeah, lawyers that, did it. That reminds me of what I wanted to say, is that these, these characters, Charlie and Nicole, I don't think are are meant to be likable characters. Like we didn't, we don't get to see them grow and blossom as, as other movies, you know, we, we kind of see them starting off as bitter and broken. But see, look, so, that, that, that's the that, problem that, that I have. Well, that's though, hard to, that yeah, well, exactly. I, Cause you're hard to feel for a character that, that already has no feeling themselves. Absolutely. Ryan, I'm sure you're going to, uh, Ryan, what do you think of that? I mean, like, I'd be like, do you think that these characters are already introduced as broken characters? Yeah, well, I mean, they are at first they're kind of blank slates, but like, and at a certain point, you're you they want you to to graft onto um, the male character, and then they want you to graft onto the female character, and then they want you to kind of just experience the uh, the disillusion because like they want you to take a side, and then the, and then at a certain point they tell you that side is not the actual side you should be on. Then they put you on this other side and then they're like, well, no, that's not the side you should be on either. This is, you know, you just watch, make up your own mind sort of thing. And like, even at the end, it does try to have a happy ending at the end where they don't get back together, but they're no longer, you know, furious with one another. They've accepted that. Like, this is, this is what our life is going to be. Let's make the best situation that we can. It's very obvious at the end, they still love each other. They still have affection for each other, mm-hmm. just they don't want to be together. I mean, I guess. Because the way the movie portrayed it, and this is my wife's words, they made ScarJo look like a bitch. At first, yeah. No, no like, not at first, like, throughout the whole movie. My wife was not on her they... side at all, and you have a female audience saying that about the character. Well, it is written by a dude as well. So, <laughs> Like, the director... Uh, the guy that wrote and directed uh, the movie. Noah Baumbach. Noah Baumbach. He used to be married to Jennifer Jason Lee. Ah. Oh. And um, he made this movie called Greenberg, which is a good movie. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It stars Ben Stiller. Um, the female lead in that movie was played by Greta Gerwig, um, who's now you know a high... like a, She should have been nominated for an Oscar for directing this year. But anyways... Um, they fell in love and 
uh, Jennifer Jason Lee found out about it and they got, you know, they obviously had their acrimonious divorce. And this movie is kind of, you know, autobiographical because um, Noah Baumbach is a film director. He was when he was younger. Um, he did film. He did some stage stuff in New York. And his wife, obviously, Jennifer Jason Lee, was a, she's an actress. So there is some autobiographical stuff slants to it now uh, you know the actors have brought stuff into their own characters like um scarlett johansson i think she's been divorced twice now um i don't think adam driver's ever been divorced but um so obviously it's it's written by a guy who is who this is kind of semi-autobiographical so there's going to be a slight slant in the favor of the the male character but i do think there are certain points in the movie where they present her as kind of irrational, but then they kind of explain it a little further down the line. Now I know that they also make it seem like the female lawyer is influencing her decisions a lot because she goes from being like, I just want a divorce. I just want to get this over with to be like, I, I want this now. I want this. I want this. And like, you can say like, that is, that is when she became I, a for bitch. Both when... Lawyers from both sides. That was a very uh, vicious and, if that that's always been a fear that it, that the legal part of it i oh those lawyers just coming in here but no we gotta do this we gotta do this and all i'm hearing is just money i don't have yeah i know because didn't ray lula said it was like over a hundred thousand dollars for a retainer Ugh. like yeah you don't have that kind of money. nobody I, well not nobody but Oh, he got the grant. He got the MacArthur yeah, grant. That's what she was trying to get some money from, too. By the way, I, I'm just going to say, because I'm sure this is not going to surprise you guys, but his play from what I saw in the movie was just autistic douchebaggery. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's like experimental stuff. Yeah, I hated yeah. that. hated that play. I was like... I but that's like, but that's what can, that's what gets you to be considered a genius in theater in New York City. I mean, like, I yeah. guess, I mean, like, they also decided to do Spider-Man on Broadway, and, well, look how well that turned out. Yeah, but he, he only, he had his first play on Broadway, and it flopped, it closed after 26 performances, they said, Yeah. which is not good. No. That's like, that's a, less than a month. Right? Do you know why it flopped? Because it was stupid. Because she, it's because she left to go to Hollywood. Oh, and yeah. Left them all high and dry. Oh, yeah, that's exactly the way it is, right? I mean, she... Is his muse, mm. his inspiration, and she abandoned them in their time of need. Sure, I mean, like, okay. Don't you get it? <laughs> no, I I get it. It's just, it's just, I just don't care. <laughs> like, I just don't care. Like, and 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 I and I really wanted to because because I knew of the movie before we before my wife and I saw it and before we reviewed it here tonight. I knew the movie for what. The Oscars are saying about it, and the YouTube clips, because I've seen YouTube clips of this already. So I'm like, oh, I'm expecting something just dramatic and awesome and adult and something to make me care and feel. And I felt fucking numb. And I'm, I, just, I was just utterly disappointed. And for, spoiler alert, for our 2020 Movie Guys Podcast Awards... In December of this year, 2020, this will probably be on that list. It was just disappointing. It was disappointing. How is this getting five Oscar nominations? Is beyond me. Well, that's just how movie politics works. I, I guess. Does that mean you're giving it small bags? 
Hmm. Necessarily saying I'm giving it a small bag. I'm just saying like Whoa. I just don't understand it. I just don't understand. It sounds like a no bag to me. No, I'm not giving it a no bag because we have reviewed a lot worse. See, that's the thing about it is that I have to think about the movies that we have reviewed in these past. This is now going on our fifth year, and just just think about that crap. And it's like, okay, this is clearly better than Tank Girl, <laughs> right? Like this is clearly better than Happy Death Day to You and all that stuff. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, okay, fine. But yeah, I just I was just disappointed, and like, but I really liked Ray Liotta, and then the female lawyer was she the main chick in uh, Jurassic Park? That was uh, Laura Dern. Yep, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, that's Jurassic Park chick. I was hoping not to repeat she's, what she's happened been in Mandalorian. Working, dude. She's been in this movie. She's been in Little Women. She's been in Big Little Lies. Like she's she's working. Um, also, Ryan, I think it was you or maybe Eric, one of you guys uh, made a comment about how they didn't use Henry, the uh, the kid, as a pawn. And I think that Henry did become a pawn at the end, especially when the social worker came. And that actress, um, that social either, either she was A, directed poorly, or B, she was directed to be the most uncomfortable she could be because I was uncomfortable with the social worker scene. Like, I was uncomfortable. Like, I was like, oh, she does... Well, it's, it's not it's not fun for anybody. It's it's probably one of the most awkward things ever. My, my, I remember talking to one because my parents were divorced, and it's just... Yeah, it's just weird. Is it? Especially, well, well, especially yeah, when the guy cuts his wrist. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I can't say that my dad did that, but... Right? And but it's here's just, the, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's unsettling. Here's the thing. He wasn't getting attention. He was serious with that cut. No? Well. Bad joke. See, try, <laughs> trying to think of a way out, right? Right? I mean, like. He went all Kylo Ren on us. Right? Ryan, 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 what did you think of the social worker scene? I think, it, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be a tense situation um, because, you know, he, uh, the the male character I already forgot the Charlie. name already. Charlie wants everything to go uh, perfect. Henry doesn't understand what's happening, so Henry's just going to be himself. Um, and at that point, you know, you're kind of you've seen all these things <clears throat> that he's going through that Charlie's done just to get to this point. All these things that like he's basically spent his entire grant. Uh, from the MacArthur Foundation. Um, he's had to leave New York. Because of that, he feels like his play, his big chance on Broadway fell apart. And he just wants something, some semblance of something to get a win. And it doesn't go his way at all. So that by the time, you know, his his arm is bleeding and he's just laying on the ground, Henry just walks in, throws a plate into the microwave and leaves again, and then like it fades to black. You're like, oh man, he couldn't get one. I was hoping he would kill him. I was hoping he would die. I actually said that when we watched <laughs> Gina. I was like, oh, oh my god, is he gonna die? Oh, this is gonna be great. And and no, nothing. The movie ends with him reading a letter that she wrote, like I don't know, like a year prior. And you know, I just goddamn. It's a uh, circular, cyclical, because that's what opens the movie. No. I get it. I God damn. Look, I feel like I've been bashing this movie this whole time and I no, I don't feel like it. I know I have. 
Um, I don't think Adam Driver is bad. I just I just don't think ScarJo is good, and I don't think he had a good uh, actress to feed off of. I don't think that they just worked well. And um, I loved the chemistry between uh, Charlie and ScarJo's mom. I thought that was fun. Um, I didn't think he was a good dad at all, swearing in front of the kid all the time and stuff like that. I just, I just think it was a good dad. And then, of course, you know, he had that right here. And this was the end of my 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 brain and my complaint. Then you had this artistic fucking douchebaggery. Here's my dick scene where he has to like go up there at the end of the movie and sing this fucking show tune in front of his fucking douchebag friends to to make me as the audience feel his 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 passion and uh, well it's to feel his loneliness because she sings a song from the same musical with her family and it's all happy go lucky and whatnot and he's just kind of depressed so it's a it's not like an artistic here's my dick listen to how good adam driver is at singing as well it's it's a to compare his station in life to her station in life because her life has gotten better since she decided to pursue her dreams and his life has gotten demonstrably worse since she made that decision for them. Absolutely, her life is better now because she chose career over family. Great character development. No, she didn't choose career over. <laughs> she kind of she she kind of fucking did though. Not really. She kind of did. She 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 spent ten years with his career. And her stagnating. And so she wanted what he had. In her opinion, she and was so stagnating. She, they were living a very easy life. Well, I don't think it was easy. They were still they still had struggles, they said, right? But I, I think didn't she more so say that, okay, you had your chance, I kinda want mine now? Like, is that what it like you would yeah. agree that yeah, if we basically. if we didn't do it by this time, then we can try this? Yeah, no, I mean, like, I mean, there was no, like, there was no agreement, like, two years later, I'm um, two years prior that I was like, hey, guess what, it's, 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 it's eight years, we got two more years, and then, you know, we're moving to L.A. No, that conversation never was in the movie. I'm just, yeah, it was. no, it fucking wasn't. Yeah, she brings it up a couple times. Yeah, I'm, that's why I she brought does. it up, I'm pretty sure she brings it she up. She says, there's that whole argument, she says there's that, there's that whole argument where, yeah, because she wanted to be close to her family, and he said, you know, we'll visit and stuff, and, like, and he's like, well, I just thought we were spitting out ideas. We talked about moving to Paris. And she goes, oh, but when we moved to Hungary for six weeks so you could work on a play out there, that, or for six months so you could work on a play out there, that's different. Gotcha. Well, I... <sighs> I'm All right. these details, see, like, man, you see? We might have watched different movies. No, we didn't watch a different movie. Did you watch Did you watch Ingmar Bergman's Scenes from a Marriage? It's like three hours long. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just... I just... I just... I've already said what I had to say about it, so well, I'm, then I'm get in, yeah. get into yeah, it. Yeah, let's get into it. Ryan, what is your popcorn rating for a Marriage Story? Large bag, full stop. Um, I think this is a great acting showcase. I'm a big fan of Noah Baumbach. Um, I like most of his movies that I've seen. Squid and the Whale, Greenberg, as I mentioned earlier, this movie. Um, Mistress America is fantastic. If you guys have never seen it, it's pretty nice, like modern screwball comedy. Um, I think Adam Driver is wonderful in this movie. If if it weren't for um, Joaquin Phoenix this year, I would put my full support behind Adam Driver to, to get the Oscar for Best Actor. Um, him and Skylar Johansson, I, I, I disagree with Jordan completely. I think they work incredibly well together. Um, it's it's a very well-written movie, too. It, it's, it's 
kind of the the pace is kind of off, but I've I've been noticing that with Netflix movies, it seems like they don't cut stuff, because um, they work with auteurs and auteurs are just you know they just like here's money, make what you want. Douchebag. And I feel like if they would have, it's not necessarily douchebaggery. <laughs> it's just like self indulgence where they 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 might have cut stuff, but I feel like they could have cut more. But that's just I mean that's a minor gripe. I think th- but this whole thing is supposed to be like an actor showcase, and every actor comes in full force they don't they don't phone it in at all i even found alan alda's character to be uh, incredibly interesting like he's he's this divorce lawyer so he experiences this stuff on a daily basis but um even when he goes up with a person he knows he's not as good as um in laura dern's character he's still chill nonchalant and he still tries to do these like homesy folksy sayings to calm charlie down and uh like that's my favorite moment in the movie is when Charlie has his breakdown when he realizes that he's probably fucked. Oh yeah, but oh, yeah, they're talking about it in that little office scene. Yeah, like that's wonderful acting. I just absolutely love it. Um, but yeah, no, I would, I would wholeheartedly recommend this movie to anyone. So the popcorn rating is what now? It's a large bag. Large bag. Okay, Eric, what is going to be your popcorn rating for a Marriage Story? Oh, um. See, tough. I think I'm probably gonna go with, with a, a medium, but uh, you know what I mean. Just just plain old medium with nothing with nothing else on it. Um, again, I did, I did enjoy the the acting in it. I think that uh, I thought Scarjo was was very well uh, acted in this movie. I don't think the characters were maybe as relatable as they could have been. Um, maybe not as, um, well, I don't know. Like maybe there's something missing about it. I don't know if it was just them as their, their character and you're supposed to be focusing on the situation as a whole, or I don't know, something, just something seemed a little gray off color. You know, like there's just one thing just missing and I don't know what it is. I can't put my foot on it right now. Maybe I'll figure it out when I, sign off here and get in the shower. That's usually where the thinking comes. But everything else about this movie just really wasn't as memorable as I wanted it to be. There was a lot of talk about this. I knew what this movie was going to be about, or at least I guessed what it was going to be about as I watched it. Everything seemed to be correct. They didn't over uh, go over my expectations. It didn't go under. Felt right on the line. And here we are. And uh, at Anyone that's that's listening that you have not seen this movie, and you can kind of guess what it's about, you're you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, it's a good movie, sure. Yeah, again, every part about it, as far as uh, Ryan had said before, pacing, uh, maybe was uh was no. I I enjoyed the pacing because it, it really hit from one to the next. But I'm just not in a hurry to to watch this movie again, and that's just kind of what it is. I, I I'm don't think this movie is going to give you something that you didn't already know was there. Okay, well, I mean, like, these guys have already said it for me. I'm going to give this one a small bag. Uh, this movie's not good because uh, you have two actors uh, that are that do not go well with each other. They do not mesh. Um, I am not a Scar Joe fan. I am an Adam Driver fan, and I thought he had great acting. Ryan, you are correct. In my, in my opinion, I will agree with you that, you know, one of the great scenes in the movie is when he breaks down in the corner office with the lawyer. Amazing scene. Um, the juice box scene, as we're going to call it here in the Movie Guys podcast, I, 
I did not see the hype that everybody was like what jerking off to it with. Um, I thought she just came across as just a self-righteous bitch the whole entire time. And uh, my opinion is not just mine. That's also my wife's opinion as well. So I find that very interesting that you guys do not agree with that. Um, I was I was bored. I was waiting for some great stuff. The only time in the movie where I get energized is when they were in the courtroom. And then, the pan, and, and then, of course, the camera pans back and you find out that they're like in a public hearing and anybody can be there. And they're like, hey, you know. This is not like the O.J. Simpson trial here, you know. I thought that was kind of fucking to me. Um, but it was other, real. Right? I just, I just, I just, I just didn't care. I just didn't care. And I really wanted to care. I was going to this movie expecting to care. And I walked out of it not caring at all about these characters. And I probably will never see this movie. I will see Happy Death Day to you before I see this one again. Like, it just... I, I just don't oh, care. Yeah. I just don't care. Like, I understand that this director has gone through his personal life, whatever. I don't care. Like, it just didn't do anything good. And because of that, I am bored. And because of that, your movie does not deserve five Oscars. Fuck you. My opinion. It's probably not going to win any of them. It, it, it shouldn't. And if it does, next week's episode for our Oscar reaction episode... Will be interesting if that wins anything because I'm. What if it wins best picture? Oh my! If it wins best picture, you're gonna hear our our review of me just yelling uncontrollable nonsense. I I doubt that this will win best picture. I I, oh I doubt it too. But like the field's wide open, really. Well, is it though? It's certainly not gonna be Parasite. Well, see, like 1917, I think is the is the front runner for it. But even that's not really like I'm not really strongly behind it because I hear a lot about um, the Irishman. I hear a lot about Parasite. So I'm saying like it's not it's not sealed in stone yet. Oh, we shouldn't do predict or predictions. I'm thinking it's going to be 1917 or Joker is going to get best picture. Well, everybody, we hope you enjoyed this most recent episode of us talking about Marriage Story, where these guys and I did not get along at all. I had fun on this one, to be quite honest with you. It was I was curious to see what your guys' opinions were. But next week should be fun. It's a tradition here with Movie Guys Podcast. Another tradition. Everybody knows I fucking love traditions. We always have our December Movie Guys Podcast Awards, and always in February we have our movie guys podcast oscar reaction episodes and then earlier late spring early summer we have our comic-con reaction episode so i'm so excited to talk about what the oscars are going to bring and that will be our next episode to me guys next week of course like always make sure to download us on uh movie guys podcast.pombe.com on twitter and facebook all the social media you can think of on itunes uh sorry apple podcast now my fault i'm still gonna get used to that And, uh, yeah, so thank you so much, guys. And Ryan and Eric, thank you for taking the time. And we'll talk to everybody for what our reactions are going to be next week for the Oscars. So have a good night.